1: Virgin Valley Artists Association welcomes you to the Art Box recorded in our beautiful Mesquite, Nevada, and sponsored by the Virgin Valley Artists Association. Our association has something for everyone of all ages. Come and get creative with us at 15 West Mesquite Boulevard, or find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com or on Facebook as Mesquite Fine Art Center, also on Facebook, the Art Box. <laughs>
2: Hi, this is Linda with the Art Box podcast. My co-host, Steve Dudrow, is down at the Aviqua Way National Monument this week. He's been invited to be artist-in-residence there. We miss you, Steve, but I have a co-host today, Natalie, my granddaughter, Natalie Harris from Missouri. Hi, Natalie, how are you? Hello, I'm doing good. Good, and we've had quite a week, haven't we?
0: Yes.
2: We visited and hiked Red Canyon, Bryce Canyon, and the Grand Canyon. Mm
0: -hmm. Which
2: was your favorite, Natalie?
0: Uh, I liked all of them equally for like various different reasons.
2: Excellent, they're just beautiful. And Natalie is a saxophone player and is in her school band, so I asked her to help me interview our special guest today, Terry Wayne. Hi, Terry.
3: Hi, how you guys doing?
2: We're doing great. Terry has a high-energy band, and you have quite a following, don't you?
3: Yes, we do. We Pe- do.
2: People come from Las Vegas to Little Mesquite, St. Right, George, right. and other places just to follow you around and listen to you.
3: We, we are so fortunate to have people to come out and support the band. Uh, I'm a recording artist, Terry Wayne, and I'm the manager Uh, The booking agent, also for my band, the Terry Wayne Project. High energy band, lots of fun. Uh, We have a nice following of people that comes out and support and show love. And we're really blessed to be able to do music and make a living doing music through the COVID and everything else that's been going on.
2: Oh, that's right. I bet that was really difficult during COVID. It
3: it was. uh, Music took a backseat to a lot of things. Uh, DJs came in and did a lot of things that band couldn't do. But fortunately, I, I made friends along the way and people invited us to do some private events. So we made it through.
2: Good. Good. Well, Terry, tell us about the instruments you play in your band and the different band members and, and what um, they do.
3: Well, I have a four-piece band, and depending on the venue of what I do, I hire other musicians, uh, depending on the pay as well. Mm-hmm. I kind of all go together, but uh, my four-suit bands. Mm-hmm. Tight band, fun band. know these guys for over 20 years. Uh, grew up with a few of these guys back in the 80s with the Afro back in the day. So.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah,
3: yeah. Fun times, <laughs> fun times. And, and good that we kept in touch with each other. And it's just a good vibe with my band. The energy we send out, the energy we get back. And just um, I love what I do. So I don't call it a job. I call it I'm going to go have fun tonight. So...
2: And you do, and that's so apparent. That's mm-hmm. I think that's part of the reason we all love you. We oh, we, you. we feed off you. You feed off the audience. We try. <laughs> Natalie got to watch you a little bit last night, too. See? She stood in the back and okay. watched you do a couple songs. All so right. that was fantastic wasn't it she wanted to stay longer but she's not 21 yet, oh that's so. what that was
3: okay all
2: right. so how did you get started with well, music and thinking about all this
3: i started singing in church at the age of five okay and my dad was a preacher oh okay. and uh my first dollar bill that i made was from a preacher and i should sing the song old time religion And he would give me a dollar every time i sing and I would hit these little notes and I'd go on my knees and people would applaud and I'm like, okay, I'm going to have something happening here. So I just stayed with it and been fortunate to travel. I've been to Japan, Singapore, Australia, Guam, Korea, Thailand. I've done some cruise ships. Um, Got a chance singing background for Michael Bolton and Luther Vandross. I auditioned for follow-up duo back in the day. And I've been in Vegas since uh, the 80s from Arkansas, a little town called Chittester, Arkansas. Uh, Chittester Camden. uh, Small population, fun little town to grow up in. The chickens, the pigs, and the outhouse, and <sighs> all that stuff. Man, I wouldn't take anything back, and it's just the experience of being in the country, being so free, the fresh air, the trees, the fishing, everything that goes with it. So,
2: you said you were friends with your band members for many years. Were they from Arkansas? No, as well? no.
3: Everybody's from different places. Uh, Skip and I go back to the '80s. Uh, met him in Kingman, Arizona, and uh, we kept in touch over the years. Uh, my bass player Derek met him in Denver. Colorado. June been with me about, June been about 10, 12, 15 years he has been with me. Uh, Skip, I've known him, like I say, since the 80s. derek has been with me for about 20 years now. So we have a a good record of how long we've been together and and how long we stayed in contact and how everything just kind of came together.
2: And what instrument does Skip play?
3: Skip's a guitar player. Uh, June's a drummer. Okay. And Derek's a bass player, and I'm the keyboard player. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And people go wild when Skip does his solos, uh, don't they? <laughs> he, he's
3: yeah. They they're like, are you guys brothers? I say, yeah, we we brothers, but not really, but yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: he's he's really really talented. Uh, takes his instrument really serious. Bass player Derek, really really same as well. Uh-huh. Always on cue and just really sharp. June just falls right in, and uh, we have such good chem- chemistry. We laugh, we talk. You know, we we cry everything we go through together as family out here because we support each other, and it's all love.
2: That makes a difference, doesn't it? Absolutely. And you are quite a keyboard player as well.
3: I I try to hang in there and do what I can. Uh, It's a lot going on with with music these days, and you try to cover as much as you can and, and get as close as possible.
2: I'm amazed you can play the old tunes and the new ones.
3: Well, um. I, I look young, maybe, <laughs> but I, I'm not as young, no, as I look, or as old as I look, rather. But um, I, I've i been doing music for a long time, and I love music. Uh, my dad got a chance to play guitar for Otis Redding back in the day, I was told, oh. and my oldest brother played guitar for Cooling the Game. So I've always had a musical family. My mom singing in church. Uh, like I said, my dad was a preacher growing up, and we always had a musical family. There's a recording artist by the name of Neil, shout out to my nephew, Neil, doing quite well. he written songs for Michael Jackson, Celine Dion. So I co-wrote some of his material when he came up. He was with a group uh, called Cape Fabs, which is Kids for a Better Society. And he branched off and moved to California, been really successful and still doing well.
2: Wow, that's amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, you said you started singing at age five in the church. Mm-hmm. When did you start the keyboards?
3: Uh, my dad, one day, um, I had keyboards setting up, and I heard somebody playing my keyboard. And I'm like, okay, who's in there? And it was my dad. And I never knew he played play keyboard, but he played guitar. And I was like, okay, th- this is where it comes from. So we just stayed with it. And Mom, mom has a really a, a good voice. I heard her sing in church several times, so we just kind of followed the lead.
2: Wow. Isn't that amazing, Natalie, to have a musical family?
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can kind of relate. My, my parents don't really do music, but, yeah.
2: Well, your mom's quite a singer, really. Mm-hmm. And your grandma. Yeah.
3: There you go. Music. There you go. Right. It's, it's in the right. blood.
2: So I'm getting the idea that music was just the way you were raised. So were you in a school band? or
3: Never a school band. Uh, small little town. Uh, we had a basketball team. That was it. Uh, oh, really? Small population, Chittis, Arkansas. I think the population at that time was maybe six, 800 people at that. So Camden was a bigger city to go into. Um, but um, we just all stayed with music. I used to sneak into the bars when I was 15, 16. <laughs> they would let me go up on stage, and I would sing with a the band, then go back oh. in the back. But uh, I've been doing music for a long time, and I love what I do, and we have a very, very musical, talented family from my kids and, and nephews and nieces and stuff. Uh, everybody's dancing and singing, and just it's just love of music, and it works out for us, so we're, we're blessed.
2: I bet family get-togethers are quite
3: fantastic. It's entertaining. I get a chance to sit back and watch them for a change, and we laugh. No, but... It's a new generation of the kids, the way they do things and, and the dancing and, and the music itself even from uh, the old school music that we do and uh, the pop music and we cover so much material because I grew up with all of that material, so I love it.
2: Sure, sure. So you said your band itself is self-supporting, you don't have to work anywhere else, or do you have another
3: job? Um, I just do music. My wife and I have been together for 25 years, so uh, married. Uh, we have two kids together as well. I have a uh, Seven siblings. Five boys and two girls. Uh, Yeah, my oldest is 45 and my youngest is 13. So just right there. (laughs) I never drank. I never smoked. I never done drugs. So I lived a good, clean life. I love getting in the gym, working out as much as I can. And I I try to eat as healthy as I can. You cheat every once in a while. But I I think the quality of life of, of how you take care of yourself when you're younger, it helps you when you're older mm-hmm. you know to keep it together if you drink a lot drugs this and that it's going to take you down it's truly it just yeah. is what it is it's a sad addiction but
2: is it hard when you travel quite a bit right I do uh, between what now where you're in Mesquite at Casablanca but where else are you
3: we uh next week we're going to be in Laughlin at the Pioneer Hotel okay hi Michelle <laughs> <laughs> um we have a great host uh by the name of Michelle, that books us there pretty frequently. Uh, we'll be there for the 4th of July we- weekend for four days. Oh. And then we'll have one day off, and then we'll go to the Riverside Hotel, which is right down the street. Uh, Laughlin is really beautiful. You know, if you get a chance to go, go rent the jet skis, enjoy yourself. They do a lot of activities there with car shows, uh, bike, motorcycle clubs and stuff. So we have a great time, and people love us wherever we go. So we pack them in.
2: Oh, I know. I followed you to Laughlin once. I remember
3: At the, that. Yeah, the
0: Losers Lounge, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> that was great. Totally fun. different atmosphere. It yes. is absolutely. Uh, I wrote this question. Just, what inspirations do you have as a musician, both like growing up and now?
3: Um, I think everybody tags off uh, the Jackson Five. That was kind of the people that we grew up listening to. The Motown, um, Smokey Robinson. Um, Aretha Franklin, Tina Turner, those are kind of our inspirations. Um, we had a few Blue eyed Soul people in there, Daryl Hall and John Oaks. So I loved all music, and like I say, start singing in church. I just stayed with it. I, I love the old school music of what it did and how it grabs the times of a lot of new stuff that's out there that doesn't last very long. Uh, you can always relate, and you got a lot of new artists that are doing samples, like from James Brown and some of the other artists that are out there to make their music sound the way it sounds today.
0: Another question we had is, like, how do you get your name out there? Do you have any sort of, like, uh, social media? I
3: do. I do. I'm glad you asked that. (laughs) Uh, You can check out my Terry Wayne project on Facebook. It has our schedule up, also where we're going to be performing at. Um, I'm a recording artist, so I have some original material as well. You can go to YouTube and check out. I have four songs at this time that you can check out. It's on all the uh, iPods there, broadcasts. So go there, check them out. Good stuff. Videos there. A lot of fun
2: do you ever play your original songs in the i
3: i, I do i do i throw them in according to account of the crowd of people that i have mm-hmm. um i love country music so i have a country type song as well i'll get you a copy of that Great. i have some, uh, some pop songs that i do but I, i'm actually i'm catering more towards the country music just because of my grassroots of so being from arkansas and Jeez. growing up with johnny cash and willie nelson and all the greats that was back then and uh yeah, and I just love the sound and the soul and the feeling of the country music. And you know, I'll keep pushing one of these days. It may or may not happen, but I'm not, I am not—I don't ever complain. I'm happy uh, with life, with family, and where I'm at this point. But I would love to someday to open up for Goth Brooks or anybody <laughs> at oh, this point. Wow. I think it'll be fun. It'll be great. Sure. That's kind of my life dream right there.
2: Well, I was just going to ask you how you got to Las Vegas instead of Nashville.
3: <laughs> um, well, Arkansas. Uh, from Arkansas to Vegas, my brother was in the military. Uh, he was stationed in uh, Columbus, Ohio for a while. Then he ended up in Germany, and then he ended up in Las Vegas. So we all just kind of followed him out. Uh, we moved out seventy-eight, seventy-nine, 78, 79. And, uh, yeah, we just all ended up there and stayed there.
2: Your first venue was
3: where? Oh, my. I am trying to track this back. My my first paying job. I think it was at a town in Vegas called uh Town Tavern, which is no longer there. It's the west side of town. Uh, and there was Love Cocktail Lounge that was over there at the time and it was with a band called the Stereo Band. Hey Richard T. <laughs> and um we we had a really hot pop band. They got a chance to go overseas. I didn't go chance to go with them at that time. But uh I think they still doing music and I think they just got together and trying to regroup. So I've been doing music for a long time and just just love that I'm able to do music.
2: Sure. Absolutely.
0: During performance, it can't always be perfect. So how do you handle like mistakes during a performance?
3: Um, most people don't realize or recognize unless you're a true musician, you can hear it, or tell. Uh, most people that' had a few drinks, they loosen up and you're doing songs that they like. They just get out and dance and enjoy it. So mistakes sometimes can be overlooked if you don't really, really recognize it. I've been doing this a long time, so I know how to cover it up. I know how to move on to the next thing or just start interacting with people to cover up something that the band knows. And we look and we laugh at each other, but we, we make it through. We figure it out. I've never
2: noticed any mistake.
0: <laughs> that, He's right. Go. Yeah, He's yeah. right. It's all an illusion. What does the future look like for you? Where do you want to be in the next, like, five years or so?
3: Retired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going to push for trying to get a recording deal, or uh, a uh, record deal, whatever is out there that someone can offer me. I would love the opportunity to be on a big stage, like I say, to open up for some of the con- country artists that are out there. We do country music, and I love the feel of it. And I, I love the old school. We do Unchanged Melody, which I always get a standing innovation on that. We do a lot of material, reggae, rap, everything, R&B, old school. And we do it well. My drummers speak uh spanish so we do some latin songs yes. so that's what makes us stand out from other bands that come through because of the energy and the crossover music that we could do mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. do you think performing arts and visual arts are closely related do you like to go to museums or um, galleries
3: i haven't been to any galleries in a while my schedule's so busy with my wife she works during the day she works uh, at hospital four tens and then we have our kids 13 and 15 uh, pretty self sufficient right now, but I take up what she leaves off, and then you know, vice versa, and she gets out to visit her once in a while, so which is great. So, I don't get a chance to go do a lot, we'll catch a concert occasionally when it comes in town, but we're, we're old souls, we'll lay by the pool and just have fun time with the family when I'm home and just make the best of it. We went to Florida a couple of weeks ago. And it was great to have a family vacation, see the kids and, you know, out playing in the water and stuff like that, and jet skis and banana boat rides and went to the zoo. So we keep them active and try to keep them off the phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. But it didn't work. They brought their phones with them. And just, no, <laughs> you know, we're trying to talk and have a conversation. But as long as they're happy, they're staying out of trouble and staying focused. Uh, the grades are good at school. And that's the most important thing. You know, you get good and bad, but we try to make the best as we can as parents.
2: Right, right. And Natalie, I'm sure you know that temptation to carry your phone with you
3: everywhere, right? <laughs> it's it's a lifeline. It truly is. I carry mine as well. I, I try not to be on it as much, but mm-hmm. I handle a lot of my business on my phone by booking the band and letting people know where we're performing through Facebook and, and other medias.
0: Your life seems pretty busy. Do you ever find like the time just to like practice by yourself? And if so, how long?
3: Oh, my God. I've been doing this so long. I, I, I listen to a song and... I memorize it pretty well. I don't do a lot of singing when I'm not performing. I try to stay away from music. You know, I listen to it when I'm driving, and, and it's always around me, but yeah, when I shut it off, I like to shut it off, shut it down, and I love to go fishing, hiking, camping. Uh, just love to get out the outdoors. I guess that's the Arkansas country boy in me, but.
2: So where do you go fishing and hiking?
3: We normally go to Mount Charleston. We'll get the family up there. I love to go to Lake Mead, the water's low, of course. Anywhere I can fish. I spent some time in Spokane, Washington. I normally fly there every year or two and visit a friend of mine's and fish there, a lot of lakes there, beautiful, just the grass and just take a boat, go out in the middle of the water, throw my pole in the water, listen to some music, fall asleep, catch a fish, whatever happened. But just the piece of that, uh, I, that's what I love. That's what my heart is at.
0: Was there ever a point in your life where you felt like music couldn't support you and you just decided to give it up for a while or have you always just um, focused on music?
3: There was, I've worked some day jobs, but I always did music. I would work a day job and then I would go and perform. And then I go sleep in my car and then I go back <laughs> to work or I'd go home and sleep a few hours or sometime they would put us up, depending on where we're performing. So I've always made room for music. Um uh, I stopped recording original music for a while, but my brother thank you, brother, he's always pushed me to uh do music. He's like, no, you should never stop recording. Never stop re- recording. And I recorded cassettes and 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 uh, sing backgrounds and people songs and stuff and LPs. And you know, I, I guess the gift is there, and a lot of people see it. But at some points you go, oh, I, I guess it, I'm just tired. I should let it go. But I, I'll do it until I can't do it anymore. I guess that's the way I see it. Or to the point I say, okay, I, I've had enough, and get me my house by the lake and leave me alone.
2: <laughs> I, I can't see you ever giving up music. It seems like so much a part of you.
3: It it truly is. It it can get a little tiring from time to time, but um, if your soul is really pure and dedicated to it, then it works out. It's really not that complicated. I think if you stay away from drugs is one of the most important things. Uh, You can have a a good career in it. A lot of people have passed away from drugs, Mm -hmm. are being involved, and uh, a lot of them are still doing it out there. It's just a path I chose not to take. I don't discriminate. I don't judge people. Uh, I, I think I'm a good person. I treat people the way I would like to be treated. I don't do it with negative. And uh, running a band and trying to have a friendship with my guys and trying to say, okay, we're friends, but I'm the boss, so to speak. Sure. But I've got really good guys that are respectful, and uh, we get the job done. That's what makes it so easy with this band is that we don't we don't work at it. It's just natural. So,
2: Tell, tell us what life is like on the road I'm just curious because we came back from a trip and I cooked breakfast for three days and and dinner for one and carried it with us and warmed it up in the microwave so that we'd all eat healthy. And I'm like, whew, it's so nice just to be home again and not have to do all that. But what's it like for you? How do
3: you? Um, I love the traveling. Um, I have a Jeep, no, a couple of vehicles, but I have a Jeep and it's convertible. So when I'm driving those distances to Lake Havasu or Laughlin or California or Arizona, um, I let the top down, I let the windows down, and I just look at the stars and the moons and stuff, you know. And, and I listen to uh, some Yacht Radio is one of my stations because oh. it's easy listening music. So I love the different variety of music. You know, the Elton John is there, the, the Beatles are there, the Eagles are there. So I love that style of music away from what I normally do. Even though I do some of those songs, but um. That gives me a peace of mind. And, and I'm always thinking about my family. I, I, I take them with my heart everywhere I go. Uh, I have very few friends. I have a few, couple of good friends I've known over the years, but I'm pretty quiet, pretty low key. You know, wife, she's always like I'm trying to dig in my head, like, okay, what's going on? And sometimes I just, go somewhere else. And then I come back. I'm, okay, I'm here. What's going on? What's up? So,
2: <laughs> And congratulations on 25 years.
3: Yes, yes. Very lucky, very fortunate to have uh, such a beautiful woman in my life. She's a uh, echo tech at Sunrise Hospital. I'll put it out there. Went to school in Spokane, and uh, she's done quite well for herself, and we've done really good as a team. She's, she's really support and love uh, me in so many different ways and stood by me in so many different ways and all I can do is show back the love and wish I could do more. But we're we're in a good situation with our kids and family and we're getting our bills paid, so yeah, we're we're a happy family.
2: That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And I should add the reason Natalie is here with us for ten days is because your parents are where?
0: Oh they they're out there like they're doing a vacation for their twenty fifth wedding anniversary Ah uh,
3: look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I tell you nowadays uh it's hard to keep a wedding together or a marriage together. Uh, the new generation of people, they go all out with, let's do this, let's do that. And then they don't last for a year or six months. Um, we did a small little wedding. Uh, she, my wife and I, and my brother and our two kids and her mom were the only people there in just a small little church. Um, chapel by, I think Elvis got married there. the on a strip. Really? Place. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, we we've had our up and downs, but I love and I respect her. I, I think if she's happy, I'm happy. I don't really ask or need a lot. I want to make sure I do right by my kids and my children. Sure. Um, I like to leave a legacy of some type of memory that you know I was a good father. Uh, I touched a lot of people musically from traveling. Uh, we get a lot of compliments, a lot of hugs, and you know I cater, We cater to everybody, so which is more important to me than doing one style of music
2: and you come down between times when you're on stage when the band's taking the break you're actually coming down and talking Absolutely. to people and saying hello and Absolutely. it's just so wonderful to mm-hmm. know who you guys are and that you mm-hmm. really love your audience and we love
3: mm-hmm. you and, and i gather my just, guys i said let's yeah. go do our pr work for one thing let's show our love and appreciation mm-hmm. and people feel good that you're giving them that energy and memory lane of music that you do, and then you come out and you talk to them. They don't expect that, and a lot of bands don't do that. I think it's really important that you get close contact with people that are loving and supporting you. I've reached some people that have lost loved ones a long way, and I've seen songs that really touched them, and they cried and hugged me and stuff. So that's a it's a great feeling to be able to uh, lift someone's spirit and soul.
2: And they do love you and follow you because... We all uh, look at the Casablanca calendar, and when Terry Wayne is there, <laughs> right? it's like, oh, Terry Wayne's here. We, here. we have to go. That's we have right. to go every night. I so. see you. You have
3: your party shoes on. You have your red sparkle shoes. You blues. And i like, I like her shoes. So I went and bought some myself. Did you really? I, I saw yours yeah. last night. They yeah. were
2: black sparkles. They
3: were the black I thought, sparkles. Oh, I
2: like those. Yeah.
3: I, I cut my finger trying to put my shoe on because they got the studs on them. I went, okay. <laughs> Because I put gloves on, I put my shoes on.
2: <laughs> oh, that's great! I love it. Do you dream about playing music?
3: I do. I do. Uh, when I was writing songs, uh, a song would come to me, and I would wake up immediately, and I would chart, chart it down, or recording on my phone, or some type of recording device. So I, I've always dreamed about being on stage and and opening up for some of the major acts and stuff. That's the big blessing uh, that I'm waiting for. If it happens, fine. If not, God knows I'm not complaining. I'm happy. I know there's a lot of things going on. A lot of more people need more things than than what I'm asking for. So last time I will say, let's pass the blessing on to somebody else, and I'll turn it down in my mind so I don't want to be greedy. But I guess when the time happens, it will. If not, no complaints. I'm, I'm living a happy life.
2: Yeah, have a good life. Absolutely. You had mentioned Michael Jackson earlier. He was quite a phenomenal star,
3: Uh, wasn't he? His music was so different. And it lives on, it lives on. We did uh, three or four Michael songs last night, Mm -hmm. and people just applauded, and uh, we haven't done them in a while. And it was sad that uh, the passing of him and the passing of Prince to lose such talented artists that have paved the waves of so many people. Mm -hmm. And they reflect back to James Brown and some of the people that they listened to growing up. I tell you, the the love and the soul of music, uh, we didn't have it. I think we all be jumping off cliffs somewhere, so. It, it, it keeps it keeps us balanced.
2: Sure does, oh. sure does.
0: So, how do you choose what songs to like play on stage?
3: Um, I I pay attention to my audience. If I see Cowboy Hat, I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna do this guy country <laughs> song. Uh, I see punk rockers with the spiky hair. It's okay. I know they, they like this, they like that. So, and then there's a lot of old school people come in. They like the R and B. There's Latin people. I see a group uh, Latin people. Mm-hmm. And we throw our Latin salsa music out there, so it all works out. And I'm always looking at how people are reacting to certain songs. And once you reach one of them and they're dancing, then they'll dance to whatever else you plan because you please them and they're like, okay, it's this band, they got it down.
0: So you just
3: like decide on the spot? I decide on the spot. Uh, I'll change a song up that I don't think is going to work for the people that are there, and I put something else in, and then I throw a, a monkey wrench in there and do some Jesse's Girl or Hurt So Good or Born To Be Wild or CCR. So... We we mix it up really well and we love what we do. I got a great group of guys. Everybody sings. Uh we do the BGs. You no, know, she she knows. We we cover everything and everybody that we can and uh like I say, I, I pay attention. That's the most important thing, is to read off your crowd.
2: And they take requests mm-hmm. and he knows when I'm there I always like the modern stuff. Yeah. So I say, Will <laughs> right. you do Justin Timberlake yeah. or yep. somebody yep. like that? Yep.
3: <laughs> it's always uh sexy back and Bruno Mars yes. those are kinda really the popular pop songs uh that we do we do the usher we, we do we do a little everything and yeah. just growing up in that drunda of the music back then and the music now makes it easy for me to fit in and just cover it all uh, vocally and i've been singing a long time and i try to take care of my voice and rest up and like i said never doing any drugs or smoking and sometime i'll go out i talk to people and most of the time i'll stay in the back just to clear it i'll walk outside just to clear up but staying healthy
2: that's a really good message for the kids i'm glad mm-hmm. you're You're stressing that, absolutely. Terry, Is there? I think we went through our list of questions. (laughs) Is there anything else you would like to talk about?
3: Uh, Yes, please follow us on um, Terry Wayne Project on Facebook. Uh, You can check out my original material. Also, it's on all the platforms. Uh, There's a song called uh, Stay With Me. Uh, It went number one overseas, so we're pushing a lot of original material on the Facebook and on all the platforms. So check out the original stuff, support, show love.
2: Wow, stay with me, number one.
3: Stay with me, mm-hmm. number one. Uh, there's a couple of them out there. My mind is just kind of blank right now. Okay, well. but I'm continuously writing. Uh, I love music. Um, I'm always pushing. My brother's always supportive. We've had a support team. I've done a few videos. I've got a son that, that raps. I have a son a massage therapist. A son that's a UFC fighter. So we we're always pushing the kids to better themselves and step up.
2: Wonderful message, isn't it, but Terry? We always ask our guests one final question. Mm-hmm. What has inspired you this week?
3: Uh, this has been this has been a, a tough week for me and and kind of a personal thing, but I'll put it out there because I think it's something everyone should do. I went and had a colonoscopy done, a couple of pods in there, and they clip them and they'll see if it's cancerous. It is what it is. Uh, life is life. I think everyone, especially in black people, should always go get yourself checked because it's a high sure. thing and, and race of colors to go and get yourself checked out. I've uh, had some... Uh, some of the little things that's going on, but I try to stay afloat and stay positive. My wife's in the medical field, so she supports me through everything. But I, I think really you should always get yourself checked out. You might look good on the outside, but get yourself checked out on inside and, and uh, you know, thank God every step of the way. Uh, every day I get up, I, I thank God for waking me up and taking me where I'm going and safe travel and looking out for my family and, and my my. Cousins and nieces and sisters and brothers, we all try to communicate and stay together. My mom, uh, she's 89, born in 1935. She gives us a lot of experience of what she went through and things she went through and things she saw as a kid to where she's at these days. And it's, it's quite a journey and quite really to sit and talk with her. She's sharp as a tack just to talk with her and hear the things she say and things she remember. If we want to know something we don't remember, we ask our mom.
2: Wow. That's it, it, amazing. It, it, it
3: truly is. She loves our crossword puzzles and and just stays focused and keep us focused as well. Mm-hmm. Like, boy, you didn't call me. Why you talk to me? <laughs> okay, mom, I love you. And, I said, and then she'll call back. I said, mom, I just talked to you yesterday. I know that. <laughs> so so it, it's great. It's great to have such a, a loving mom. Like I said, dad was a preacher. A uh, truck driver, he supported the family. I would see him wake up in the morning, go to work, come home in the evening, sleep, and then right back at it. So he's always showed love and support, the family, the neighborhood. And, yeah, yeah I think it's got us where we are now. Uh, respect is the most important thing. I think a lot of kids does not have it these days. Uh, you should always respect your elders. You should listen. I, I, that's how I was brought up. And it'll take you a long way. It truly will. I think you just just listen, pay attention, and respect, and love. It's simple
2: very important messages, and I hope your tests come out well. Uh, we're from a family where colon cancer's along mm-hmm. my family, so we have mm-hmm. to get checked as well. I had
3: a brother I lost uh, through colon cancer. He mm-hmm. didn't get there in time, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just, I think you should get yourself checked out. Um, uh, it's a part of life. You know, we we want to try to stay as long as we can, and a lot of people suffer with a lot of mental issues, and a lot of things are going on. A lot of homeless people uh, that are out there that you know, it may have been on the top of the world at one point and made some wrong choice and decision and ended up on the bottom. And mm-hmm. I helped a guy last week that was laying out in the road and people just drove around him. And I see him wow. trying to cross the street and he was stumbling. And uh, I saw it and I told my wife to pull over and he just fell out in the street. Um, so I went in, helped him up. I said, I got you. Take my hand. I helped him to the curb and we got him some water and we called the paramedics and they came and got him and stuff. And I said, you're going to be OK. Just, you know. So he looked me in my eyes, and it was just like uh, I could see his soul and spirit were just gone. And he was out there trying to live and trying to survive, and it was just a tough time for him. And I said, my son, like, Dad, you no, know, what made you stop, but all the other people didn't? I said, at some point, I may need help, and hopefully somebody will see and say, hey, let me help this guy. So.
2: Right.
0: That's, that's, that's the way I see things. Do you, that's it. Do you think that uh, your music ever helps people?
3: I think it does. I think it does. It, it reaches a lot of people in so many different ways with things they've been through and losing loved ones along the way. Certain songs that may have been a song for them. They like may have got married to that song. You know, who, who knows? Uh, but, yeah, music is the answer to Everything. There's a song for everything, every occasion. A lot of Marvin Gaye's, a lot of messages in Marvin Gaye's songs that he did with what's going on about the war and just everything. There's not very many artists that are new that are doing songs like that. So I cherish those.
2: I love Marvin Gaye.
3: Absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely.
2: Natalie, we've had quite a great interview with Terry, haven't we?
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> well, so Natalie, here's your turn to answer. What's inspired you this week?
0: I think it's inspiredly. I've been going on, like, hikes with my grandma here, and it's kind of inspirational to see how, like, fit she is when she's older. Uh, she, often. she,
3: uh, I don't mean it, but she, she dances all night, man. <laughs> I, I sit right there, and it's just, I'm like, okay. And then when she really gets into it, she starts doing jumping jacks. I said, she's wearing me out. I'm on the stage up here, and I'm watching, but I love the energy, and I feed off of that. You no, know, I, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, yeah. Not I'm, totally. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I, lo- I just... I feel like she's pretty inspirational in that way. That she's like, amazing. Mm-hmm. She can be that healthy, older on in life, and hopefully I end up doing that too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. And what's been inspiring me to me this week is that Natalie and I have had such great times on our hikes, mm-hmm. and when we we did Bryce and we did Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. and that was really nice. But then when we did Red Canyon, we were all alone. And we got to the top with a gorgeous view, mm-hmm. and I asked her like three times over, over a period of time when and if she was ready to go, and she wasn't. She just loved to sit there just like her exactly. grandma. Sit there, mm-hmm. be alone, just enjoy the peace. And then the, the other thing was when we were up at the Grand Canyon and we went out at night, and you had never really seen the night sky like just that, ours, had you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was just um Amazing! It it was like the the sky wore the most beautiful diamond jewelry, and it was all over. Mm-hmm. It's just fantastic.
3: Yeah. Absorb, so. absorb, enjoy those times, those moments with yeah. with your family, and uh, you no, know, uh, meditate is really important to to get in in touch with your inner spirit and just uh, the stars up there. One day, will be one of the stars up there, shining and twinkling and looking down on, on our grandkids and and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of way I see things, and I I think. This life just gonna transfer into another life or another being of some t- sort. But uh, I think if you do the right thing and you keep your trust in God, uh, there's so many temptations out there, and a lot of people get lost along the ways and get caught up. Uh, money and fame changes a lot of people in a lot of different ways. I don't think I have to ever worry about that. I've always stayed grounded. I don't surround myself with negativity, and, and I love what I do. And, and I'm happy, people are happy, we're good.
2: That That's wonderful to. Um, hear those words. Mm -hmm. It's very inspiring. Well, Terry, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Tell us the name of your brother's podcast before we go.
3: Uh, he was at uh, KUNV, I believe. It was okay. Las Vegas, Nevada, yeah, at the uh, college there. He had a podcast going. Uh, he was a police officer for 23 years, mm-hmm. uh, retired. He um, does real estate, he and his wife. Okay. I think they. she just retired, and they do quite well. Uh, he's a great brother. I have plenty of other brothers, uh, lots of names to throw out. But we're a loving family. We love and we support. We've had some issues and problems, but we always go in and show love and support and bring people back on their feet. You no, know, I almost lost my brother-in-law through cancer and stuff, and uh, he done quite well. So he he snapped back and hanging in there. And he's a, he's a great great brother-in-law. I've got a couple of great brother-in-laws that been really lucky that we have them in my family. So
2: family truly makes a difference. It, it sure does.
3: It? it sure does. Absolutely. Truly. Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you again for your time Absolutely. and for talking with us. And we look forward to. Dancing. Let's go. Again, Let's and go. Listening to the music.
3: Let's go. <laughs> All right, Casablanca. The Terry Wing Project performing tonight and tomorrow night. Tonight we start at eight o'clock from eight to one thirty. Sunday is from seven to twelve. Come in, have some fun, enjoy yourself, take your shoes off. No, keep your shoes on. That's a policy. <laughs> no drinks on the dance floor. Keep your shoes on. Right. But have a good time. Smile. Make the best of it. Uh, don't worry about people judging you. Go out and dance. You know, don't wait for someone else to go. Mm-hmm. And enjoy time. Enjoy life because you just never know when or where. So make the best of the time you have. Smile. Enjoy. Don't worry. Be happy.
2: All right. Great message to end on. Thanks.
3: Thank you, guys. Appreciate
1: you. broadcasting from mesquite nevada in the scenic mojave desert the art box sponsors thank you for listening to find our next and past podcasts find us online at mesquitefineartcenter.com where all accompanying images and links are available on the art box page questions comments opinions and concerns can be sent to artboxvv at gmail.com The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of its hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Virgin Valley Artists Association.